0: Hello, this is Honker Muddlefoot, student of science. You're probably listening to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast.
1: But I'm not sure, because I've only checked my calculations twice. (laughs)
0: All right, guys, welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and
1: I'm Mike Russo, and
0: why do the weird ones always fall for me? (laughs) I think it's your mask, Mike. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, man. But today, Mike, we're going to talk a little bit, some ice, ice baby. Too Mm -hmm. cold. (laughs) (laughs) Nice
1: reference, Will.
0: Okay, that was a nice reference. Okay, well, Mike, man, um, we got an episode today I know you're not too fond of. Uh, not really either, but, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't really like this one very much at all.
0: Uh, I don't like it either. I, I like it for, like, the first couple of minutes, and then we get yeah. to a certain part, I'm done. <laughs> but, yeah, um,
1: not one I go ever go back to.
0: Yeah. But, you know, before we talk about the episode, uh, Mike, uh, something happened today with um, some Darkwing Duck Funko Pezes, man.
1: Yeah, well, tell us. What, what's the story, Will?
0: Yeah, man, Um, you know, I follow a couple of people on IG who collect Pez's, and uh, they were the one who told me about the Darkwing stuff. And apparently on the Pez website, the Darkwing, the Negaduck, and the LP all sold out in three minutes.
1: Those Funko collectors are insane.
0: Yeah, man, and uh, and and there's some insane Pez collectors, too, so I won't be surprised if some of those flippers jumped in on it, too, you know?
1: Mm, yeah,
0: I'm sure. Well, I, I pre-ordered mine on uh, FYE, so I'm hoping I'm still good to go. It's, it has a 27th uh, release date for it this month, March 27th, so hopefully—I when I don't think this episode drops in March, so this will no. be old. <laughs> Yeah, man. So um, on March 27th, uh, FYE is supposed to release these. I got two sets pre-ordered. With only 1500 being made, I don't think too many fans are gonna get their hands on them without you know paying retail, man. Well,
1: we'll have to wait and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think I think those flippers and those Funko collectors and the people who just Hold on to it for a couple years and then flip it because it's so limited. I, I think they're 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 gonna they're gonna grab their hands on it before the hardcore collectors you know can, because hardcore collectors don't really follow Funko like that you know. Yeah. Or Pez's you know so I don't know man it's not it's not looking good.
1: Well, I guess like I said I guess it just remains to be seen what happens because. You know collectors are crazy. I know Funko collectors are insane, but you said Pez collectors are too. This probably has nothing to do with the fact that it's Darkwing
0: Duck. They mm-hmm. probably could have put anything on it, and they would have went crazy for it. So. Yeah, it's Funko, and then it's limited, and then it's Pez. Fifteen hundred is a small number, you know. Yeah. Yes. It's not
1: like it's not like the Darkwing Funkos were really hot sellers either. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not Darkwing. It's just it is. It's just what they are. They're yeah. Funko Pezes. So you got two different types of collectors going crazy over it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then you got the flippers and the scalpers who are looking for eBay to double their what they paid for it. Because I actually know people who do, do um, flipping Funkos for a living, man. Don't have believe, real jobs. That's what they believe do. Believe
1: me, I'm part of the Godzilla collecting community. I've seen it all. <laughs> None of that kind of stuff is new to me.
0: All right, Mike. Well, you know, for people who this their first time tuning into the uh, t- tuning in to us, if where this is your first at?
1: time, if this is your first time, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Anyway, guys. Um, yeah, you can find us in Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple devices. You can watch us on YouTube, uh, Radio Public, uh, Pocket Cast. You can uh, speak into your Amazon Echo; it'll play it for you there. I'm also Pandora and iHeartRadio. I think that's all of them
0: for now. That's all of them for now? <laughs>
1: so, They'll probably be more sooner or later.
0: Okay, and how, about our
1: sh- how about our shout-outs, Will?
0: Yeah, I got a few. Uh, not many. Uh, I'm going to keep it short today. Uh, we got... Oh, man, I always screw these names up, man. We got Bill Calasses. Uh, I have no idea if I said that right. I apologize if I said that wrong. Uh, Lawson Allen. And I'm going to give a shout out to somebody we've mentioned numerous times on here, because I finally noticed, at least I noticed for the first time, he got his badge. Jonathan Beltran. He's like the hero of this podcast. I mean, he shares everything he he inboxes me stuff like when he finds like cool stuff on Darkwing and stuff. So he's very helpful. He helped me. You get those limited edition Morgana badge uh, pins. He's probably dying that he can't
1: go to Disneyland right now. Oh,
0: yeah, man. And he's got some really awesome photos with a Darkwing character at Disneyland. So Mm -hmm. that I'm so jealous of. But I got to show love to Jonathan again, man. He's a cool dude, man.
1: And uh, as of this record, we just heard today that um, our friend Adrian Mateo is working on a Liquidator costume.
0: Yeah, he, he actually messaged me about f- three, four nights ago, but it, I just saw like a very small prototype, so he told me not to share it yet. So I can't wait to see his outcome of it.
1: Yeah, he posted a little bit about it on one of the one of the Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. It looks good so far.
0: Yeah, it definitely does, man. All right, so Mike, man, let's go ahead and get into this episode. What episode are we doing today?
1: We're doing All's Fahrenheit in Love and War. That title, of course, is a play on All's Fair in Love and War. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this is All's Fahrenheit in Love and War. Mm-hmm. Um, the original air date for this one was Monday, October 21st, 1991, and it was 24th in production order.
0: 24th? I thought it yeah. might be a little sooner because of the intro, but we'll get we'll get into that.
1: It's it's about where I would expect it to be. Um, okay. Our story editor is Kevin Crosby Hops, and we have um, two writers this time. Uh, One writer is Dev Ross, and I'm going to apologize profusely and (laughs) correct myself because way back when we first started talking about Dev Ross, I totally forgot that Dev Ross is a woman, and I kept calling Dev Ross him every time we mentioned her, and I knew better than that. I knew it was a woman. And I really feel bad that I didn't acknowledge that. So, yes, Dev Ross is a female writer. I feel really bad that I was that I didn't say so. Mm-hmm. Um, the other co-writers by the name of Eric Leewald, this is his only Darkwing Duck episode. Um, he wrote other shows, Rescue Rangers, Gummy Bears, Winnie the Pooh, Tailspin, um, many other shows, and he's still active. I think he's most famous for developing, supervising writing, and story creation for the X-Men animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah. Yep. Do 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 do. And uh, funny enough, he is married to Julia Leewald, who co-wrote Trading Faces and You Sweat Your Life. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. Husband mm-hmm. and wife both wrote for Darkwing Duck. Mhm. So we got Eric Leewald and Dev Ross. And animation-wise, we are actually back at Sunwoo. It's been a few episodes, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's been a while. Um. It's not a, in my opinion, Mike. It's not a bad animation episode, but like only yeah. one thing really popped to me, man.
1: The characters are drawn okay, but as far as the character animation goes, it's nothing, nothing fancy. It's mm-hmm. about average Sun Wu, but nothing that jumps out and grabs you. You mentioned one thing, so we'll mention that when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most interesting thing visually about this episode is all the environments are unique. Uh, mm-hmm. you get Saint Canard in the snow, you get the underground villain lair, you get a gold-plated Saint Canard, and a few costume changes too, and a brand new villain. So you have a few new things in this episode, but otherwise the animation itself isn't all that, all that special. Um unfortunately, it's one of the lesser Sun Wu episodes. Um but with all that said, let's talk about how this story starts. Well,
0: all right, VIP, let's kick it. All right, that's enough vanilla ice references. All right. Uh, well, basically, the episode starts off with an opening, kind of like that sinking feeling. That's why I was asking you, Mike, if this was our early production episode. You know. Mhm. Yeah. We, you know, we get that intro, and it ha- even has the same uh, musical score in the background, like that sinking feeling. But uh, we don't get to see D. W. and L. P. Why he's doing his intro. They're behind snow or covered in snow. <laughs>
1: yeah. We. This is the first of only, I think, two Darkling episodes where it's winter. Mm-hmm. And St. Canard's covered in snow. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, so they're covered in snow, and it's a blizzard outside. Mm-hmm. And with this blizzard, you know, DW expresses how much he hates snow. He really pouts about it. And they've been looking for crime all day, but nothing's happening.
1: No, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing um, winter coats and snow pants. They're all bundled up.
0: Mm-hmm. And But then... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, you know, and then D. W. Mentioned L. P. Let's go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, uh, no mention of Goslin. The or two Hunter. of them are just gonna, just gonna go on
1: vacation without her. <laughs> <laughs> but Launchpad loves the idea. Finally, going oh, on yeah. vacation. But Darkwing gives up the idea as soon as a police car drives by.
0: Oh, yeah, he gets super excited when he sees that police car. He's, he, there's a case, obviously. There's a police car going by with the sirens going off.
1: Okay, so two things about the next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of policemen talking to a bank security guard. The gold just disappeared. Yep. And one of the first things about this scene is our security guard was voiced by Danny Mann. We know that uh, he voiced Jay Gander Hooter. Um, only four voice actors in this episode— Uh, Mm -hmm. Terry, Jim, our guest voice for the villain, and Danny Mann, who gets one line. Very economic episode in terms of voice actors. And, okay, this is an odd animation choice that I've noticed way back. You see Darkwing and Launchpad. It's obviously them. They're in a snowman. And Mm -hmm. with two sets of legs. Yeah. Right? But Mm -hmm. both sets of legs are painted yellow. Until they get inside the bank vault, they shake off the snow, and as they're doing it, the back set of legs slowly fades from yellow to the brown boots that Launchpad's wearing.
0: Oh, Somebody, I, I didn't catch that. The,
1: the the animation director made a choice to keep both pairs of legs yellow until he got inside, and then actually fade the color from yellow to brown. I don't know why just Launchpad's legs weren't just brown, but next time you watch it, you won't. You, there's no way you're gonna miss it. Yeah, I didn't um, catch
0: that man. I missed that but, one.
1: So these bank robberies are really weird. The gold is gone, but there's no evidence of any wrongdoing inside the vault.
0: No fingerprints, nothing.
1: Nothing, nothing at all. And uh, it turns out this vacation's been postponed for about 23 days. Mm-hmm. That's, how long the, that's how long the two of them are looking for the, you know, the, trying to solve this crime. So they're at the very last bank that hasn't been hit. They're camping out in there. And uh, what does Darkwing do to relax?
0: Oh, he's he's going on vacation. You get the lawn chair out, got the fake tree. He's got his sippy cup, the shades on. <laughs>
1: yeah, he opens his uh, briefcase and mm-hmm. as an inflatable palm tree. Also, there's a beach ball, too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're just relaxing, waiting for something to happen. And tell me what does happen, Will.
0: There's a hole that comes from underground, and we get firebugs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little fire bugs. They look a. B- you know what? They look a bit like they were designed for a Rescue Rangers. They're wearing costumes. They had firebugs wearing like a military hat, and uh, definitely reminds me of Zipper from Rescue Rangers. The noises they're making as they're flying around.
0: Yeah, you know when they they were making the sounds, I automatically assumed it was Frank Welker, but when I looked it up on IMDb, he's not he's not in the credits for this episode.
1: Yeah, he would have been if he had done those noises. Mhm. So I don't know who did. Honestly, maybe it was Jim, or maybe they just use old old recordings from Rescue Rangers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's not not Frank. I thought the same thing. Yeah. So the bugs start to heat up the walls of the uh, the vault. Launchpad notices. Darkwing doesn't, obviously. He doesn't notice until the heat in the room causes the palm tree to melt and the beach ball to explode. Yeah. And uh, the two of them run for cover on top of the gold bars. Um, you know, Jim does this thing with Darkwing— When, okay, the ground is hot, and it's too hot for his feet. Darkwing's yelling, hot, 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 non-cold, warm. And (laughs) that is a gym thing. Because I don't think that was in the script, only because, and I'm sorry to bring up Bonkers again. But um, there are Bonkers episode where Bonkers does the exact same thing. He shouts, hot, hot, non-cold, warm. I just think that's one of those gym ad-libs.
0: Do you think the another ad-lib is that, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep? Yeah. Because he does that in this episode, too, uh, during this scene.
1: Yeah, I think it was one of those things where Jim did it once, and then Ginny um, McSwain said, that was so funny, Jim. Do it again next time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things. But definitely, it's one of those things. Yeah, he goes, non-cold, warm, and he's done it for other characters, too, not just Darkwing. So I think that's just one of those things he does. Okay. Um so the firebugs melt the gold, and it goes down the hole, right?
0: Yeah, they, they go down the hole with it. Mm-hmm. And and then yeah. uh, DW pulls out a jackhammer. Where yep. did it come from, Mike?
1: <laughs> the same place the giant jack came from when he was battling the giant territory, Teddy. Yeah. He has these things behind his back that he can pull out whenever he needs them. Yeah. And there's like a running gag here. Launchpad goes, are you sure it's a good idea? And Darkwing goes, it's not just good. It's quick. And he says something very similar later. Um, so there's lots of shenanigans underground with the fire bugs. Nothing that's really all that consequential. The bugs, like, send a giant snowball after them. There's a lot of running around. Basically, mm-hmm. this episode's killing time right now. Yeah. And, and
0: this, this is where I'm still fine with the episode, Mike. I'm still okay with it right now.
1: Yeah, it's fine, it's fine for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the giant uh, snowball bursts through a wall... And they notice it's hot on the other side of the wall. And Launchpad says again, are you sure this is a good idea? And Darkwing says, it's not just good, it's warm. (laughs) Interesting. I don't know if it was just they, they didn't think about what they were writing or it's supposed to be a running gag. But anyway, they head into this underground cavern with like lava lakes and stuff like that. And we meet our villain. Yeah. You want to talk about her?
0: i don't like her mike um i i don't even like the whole thing she has a crush on him uh I, I felt like even though darkwing shows zero interest in her i always felt like morgana and him was like the couple like it, it works you know what i'm saying to even have them friction here and there but and morgana Lisa, was
1: already written by this point
0: yeah, you know these two is just there does not gel. There's no chemistry even well, on screen. You know, it's not
1: like he likes her. You know. Yeah, but so, anyway, we gotta name our villain.
0: Yeah, what her was it? Isis Vanderchill. Vanderchill.
1: Okay, if you haven't seen this episode, picture a female duck about the same size and shape as Mrs. Beakley, but with a face like Herb Muddlefoot wearing mascara.
0: that's actually a man. and she has this like
1: ice cube iceberg on top of her head Mm -hmm. she's her her feathers are blue and she's big let's you know i'm not gonna be cruel but she's big Mm -hmm. and she's wearing a tutu it's it's not a pleasant design i'll tell you that it's not she isn't an attractive character there's nothing visually interested in her with her She's voiced by Cheryl Bernstein, who voiced Lady Janice in Fungus Among Us. So we talked about her career there. We mm-hmm. don't have to go into that again. And she voices Isis with this really squeaky voice that, that has a lisp. Mm-hmm. It's, eh. And she has a crush on Darkwing, and he he doesn't like her. Um, she's She's not much of a villain. She's one of my least favorites. Um... Actually, when Darkwing introduces himself, you notice he introduces Launchpad. He never does that.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah, he actually goes as far as introducing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks, of course, you know, have you seen the bugs? She knows exactly what he's talking about, but then denies any involvement.
0: Yeah, because like, she's so busy hitting on him, and she doesn't want him to know the plan.
1: He should be smarter than that. Mm-hmm. A- and when he tries to leave, she traps him in, like, fire. does like, yeah. Like, you'd think at that point he would know exactly who the villain of the piece is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way she isn't the villain. Like, there's not one viewer who's dumb enough to think she's not a villain. But he <laughs> does. He, he doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. One of those episodes where he should catch on a lot faster. He's a bit of a dope in this one. Um, Isis goes into her backstory. She owns the—she um, was known as the Ice Queen of St. Kennard. She owned the ice factory above where they are. She was very vain. She wanted to freeze her face. So she went, she had this experimental um, uh, procedure done, but it froze her blood instead. And now, no matter what she does, she can't keep warm.
0: Yeah, she wanted to freeze her face because she wanted uh, to, she didn't want to age, right? No, she didn't want to age. So, unlike Elsa, the cold does bother
1: her. (laughs) Um, And that's why she's underground. She takes hot baths and stuff like that. She'll do anything to stay warm, and she can't. Mm-hmm. So she agrees to help Darkwing, but only if he'll go on a date with her. Yeah. So he, but, has, to, he has to oblige. He wants yeah, to know what's going on.
0: Yeah, she grabs him fast, and she sure wants to leave lunchpad behind. <laughs> yeah, she
1: leaves him underground. Mm-hmm. So they go, a, they go to a couple of places for their date. Do you remember what their first date is? They went
0: to, they went to a diner or something, right?
1: Yes, they went to a diner, and they're having um, dinner on top of, like, um a hill of snow. The waiter has to climb wearing snow boots. Um, Darkwing likes Gazpacho. Mm-hmm. That's what he orders, but it's frozen. Yeah. <laughs> then they see a movie, and this is so clever. It's so cold in the movie theater that the actor is always <laughs> freezing too. Yeah, that was. Um funny. so meanwhile, launchpad managed to manages to get up to the surface. He finds himself in the ice factory. And, of course, Launchpad being Launchpad is searching the, uh, the freezers for a microwavable snack because he's Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Always thinking of it with his stomach. But what does he find in one of the freezers? He finds the gold. He finds big um, big pots of gold.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't understand that because the gold looked like it was melted in the freezer, but it, it was a freezer, right, or a fridge? I think – I don't know. I, I should, it wasn't frozen, I think it would have
1: been a freezer because it's an ice factory. Mm-hmm. But then again, since the gold was molten, it probably isn't totally solidified yet. It's probably still warm. Okay. And the bugs catch him, though. Mm-hmm. So our next scene, they're in a boiler room. Isis and DW are in a boiler room. Um, This is, I think, the first time we see Darkwing in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a tank top and underwear with hearts on it it's, it's actually a thing with Darkwing they always remember what his underwear looks like not to get you know too into it but anytime you see Darkwing in his underwear he has little hearts on them in fact it becomes a plot point two episodes from now what kind of underwear Darkwing wears in Comma <laughs> Chameleon Goslin knows what kind of underwear he wears um, but there's one piece of animation in this episode you like what yeah. happens
0: Oh, he gets burnt when she gives him that drink from the uh, from the steam.
1: His whole body turns red.
0: Yeah, it turns red. His eyes will get all googly. <laughs> and he,
1: he rockets up through the ceiling. <laughs> and that gives the bugs just enough time to show up and tell Isis they discovered Launchpad.
0: Yeah, that was a great drawing of Darkwing, though. So I, I give it out to Sunwoo for that one shot, man.
1: Anytime Darkwing eat, eats or drinks something that doesn't agree with him or burns himself, the drawings are usually pretty funny no matter who's animating it hmm So she drags him up to her ice factory, and the next time we see Darkwing and pad, what has she done to them? She's captured them in a block of ice. Yep. Not the first time Darkwing will be captured in a block of ice. It's going to happen again. Yeah. And she doesn't tell them what her plan is.
0: Yeah, she's, she did a little pun here, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, Darkwing's like, you're going to reveal your plan now? And she says, reveal my plan? What do you think this is, a cheap cartoon? <laughs> And it's it's nice they acknowledge the cliche. I'll give it yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And she leaves. And how does Darkwing get out of this? He sneezes. Yeah, that's it. He, he says something about patience being a virtue. and then he sneezes, and the ice breaks, and he says, sometimes a good sneeze can be an even bigger virtue. Mm-hmm. Um, so they know they have to go after her, but they of course, they have to put their snow their um winter coats on because they expect it to be cold outside. But what happens as soon as they walk outside?
0: Oh, uh, it's burning hot. They gotta take everything off. People in the streets are taking their coats off. They're passing out. They're sweating it up.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a decent visual. This guy who looks like he's really fat's walking down the street, starts taking off his coat. Like the camera pans over, you just see him throwing the coats in a the pile. Then it pans back to him. He's some skinny guy.
0: Yeah, he's so anorexic and everything. He's so tiny. <laughs>
1: so. Here here comes my favorite joke in the episode. Um, Darkwing, you know, he shows up. He gets an entrance. Finally, we've got a couple of episodes with no entrance. Mm -hmm. Um, I am the number 90 sunblock that will stop your burn. And the pose he takes when he brings the cape up, that is directly from
0: the model sheets. Yeah, I've seen that one so many times.
1: Yeah, Sunwoo just copied the model sheet for that shot. Okay, so my favorite gag. He pulls out the gas gun and very slowly... And with a very funny sound effect, the gas gun goes limp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Dar- and Darkwing says, I hate it when that happens. Now, come on. That's a great erectile dysfunction joke right there. Mm-hmm. You know that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was 12, I didn't know what that, is, that was. I get it now as an adult. I think that's very funny. And, you know, props to them for getting away with it, too. <laughs> um, So her plan, you know, she finally, we find out what her plan is. She's using the gold, all that molten gold. She's spraying all the buildings in St. Canard so it reflects the sun, and she can be hot all year round. Mm -hmm. Of course, she says it'll be unlivable for anybody else, but that's the break, she says.
0: Yeah, and she tries to kiss Darkwing again during the scene, man. She is still going after him, Mm -hmm.
1: and he wants nothing to do with it. So she sticks the bugs after them. Um, the bugs chase after Darkwing and Launchpad. launch pad, they lead them back to the ice factory and trap them in an ice cube. So the bugs are gone, they defeated the bugs. Um, so here we have our final fight between Darkwing and Isis. Yeah. Um, doesn't doesn't last too long. What does Darkwing do?
0: He first he kind of twists the, the the hose so she can't okay. spray no more gold. Mm-hmm. Then what does he do with the hose? And then he hooks it up to the snowblower. Yep.
1: And he's basically he's fighting ice with ice. We finally see that she has some pretty cool ice powers, which mm-hmm. she hasn't gotten to use. She can shoot ice from her hand, she can make icicles, she can breathe snow. Like they should have done more with this. Maybe I would have liked her more. Yeah. Um And that's where she said the reference, ice baby. <laughs> oh, did she? I totally missed that, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was an intentional reference. Um, so yeah, so Darkwing starts to shoot her with the, uh, the hose, with the ice. And he turns her into a snowman mm-hmm. and that's it. She's yep. defeated. Yep. And but he, then, they plop, uh, El- they plop, yeah, they plop a carrot into her nose and they carry her off to jail.
0: Yep. But LP still wants to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, DW is sick now. Yeah. He, he sneezes
1: so hard. He just flies through a snowbank and that's how it ends with just lots of sneezes. <laughs> The only place he's going is to bed. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy, Darkwing. Wash your hands. <laughs> and um, so, you know what? <laughs> We're done. That's all Fahrenheit and Love and War. It isn't an episode that really lends itself to much discussion. Mm-hmm. Really isn't. Like, the one thing I'll point out is that they, Isis Vanderchill did come back in the Joe Books comics. Um, And her appearance was actually pretty funny. I'm not going to spoil it. There is, of course, an Elsa reference, because why wouldn't there be? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's actually a very funny a return appearance for her. So if you guys have not read those comics, definitely it's in the um, Orange is a New Purple story arc when she's in there. So I won't spoil it, though. Maybe we'll talk about it when we interview Aaron Sparrow. Um, So that's the episode. Let's Let's start giving out our Gas Gun ratings.
0: All right, let you you go first this time because you seem to really not like this episode at all.
1: I'm gonna give it a one.
0: Whoa, that's is that what you gave Apes of Wrath?
1: No, I don't even. I think it was a little bit more fair to Apes of Wrath. I think it was a little bit more fair to that one. I just don't like it. I it's not even one of those (laughs) things where I don't like it now. I didn't like it when I was a kid. I never watched it. And if the show came on on the Disney afternoon and this episode came on. Mm-hmm. I would just shut it off. I don't. I don't care for the villain. I don't care for the story. Mm-hmm. Eh, honestly, and I know I always say that I find something in Darping episodes I like. I do like the change of environments. I do like the gold plated Saint Canard. Mm-hmm.
0: But it isn't enough. You know. Man, I I don't remember what I gave Apes of Wrath. I I like this one better than the Apes of Wrath. But I don't like I don't like this one either. I don't remember my score, but I'm gonna go with one and a half. Um, not I,
1: much better than me.
0: No, not much better. But what I did like about it was the like the first I like up to the scene when the the fire bugs are chasing uh, Dark Darkwing in the sewer and they throw the snowball and all that. You know the, that that right. little fight that you said they're just killing time. I was cool with that. That part is still funny, but it's like once Isis is introducing this episode, woo! I was struggling, Mike. <laughs> I was really struggling. So I think the first six, seven minutes was fine because, you know, you get Darkwing, we get a new scenery, him in the cold, the snow, uh, new references of how they're talking. And then we get the bank robberies and the jokes of like, hey, we'll solve this quick. But then it turns out to be 23 days. And then we get more jokes of them hanging out in the vault with the beach stuff. It's still funny to me, you know, like this is a good Darkwing episode starting off, you know. But once she shows up, man, oh God, I, I lost so much interest in it. It was gone quick. I'm pretty
1: sure when I first saw this and Darkwing mentioned going on vacation, I, I'm pretty sure my initial thought was, they're going on vacation? That's cool. What are they going to do? And then they didn't.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like how we wanted them to go to um, the Bayou when we reviewed Camp Bayou Love and they didn't. We were like, oh, that's a missed opportunity. Um, but you know what? The idea of a weather-related villain is not a bad one. They mm-hmm. could have They could have really done something with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: they, uh, but they didn't. So. All
0: right. Let's go ahead and rate her then, Mike.
1: <sighs> I'm giving Uh-oh. her the same the same rating I gave to the episode. I'm giving her a one. Okay. That's it. i uh, we've, we've, I mean, we've talked enough about her. I don't think I have to go into more detail about why I don't like her. I think. I think if she had a better design, maybe. And mm-hmm. she used her ice powers a bit more going – at the very beginning, they could have done something with her. But I think the the crush angle with her in Darkwing should should not have been a plot point. Um, the whole thing about her having a crush on them, they shouldn't have gone that far with it.
0: We've had two really bad villains that I didn't like. We had uh, Lily Put and um, – oh, what's the one from, say, uh, from Ace King?
1: of Wrath? Oh, no. French Rot.
0: Yeah, you trench rock. I did not like the king either. Yeah. <laughs> Lily put though what say Lily put was the ants. In this episode, I don't the firebugs don't save her. No. They're, no, not at all. The ants kind of say Lily put for me a little bit, but on this one, she she's getting a point five, not even a Ooh, one.
1: I think that's the lowest we've ever given anything.
0: Yeah, man. She gets a point five. Like, man, her her attraction, the whole Darkwing thing yeah. was, oh god, it was really bothering me. I'm like, man, why yeah, did do they like go that either. route?
1: Yeah. I think they could have done more with the episode that they didn't shoehorn that
0: into it. You know, the Morgana crush thing works, even if Darkwing oh, yeah. doesn't. Yeah, even if Darkwing doesn't like Morgana, it still works because you can see it, you you feel it, you know. But
1: well, luckily, that, he does like Morgana, so there yeah. isn't really an issue there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, like you said, it, it, you know, while we were uh, going through the episode. She doesn't use her powers into the end.
1: They could have done so much more with her. I really yeah. think they could have done... They could have done something else with her, and they wasted it on the um her having a crush on him.
0: Yeah, because, like, uh, t- t- until we get to the end, everything she uses is devices and gadgets and stuff, you know, because she kept bugs. pushing... Yeah, and she kept pushing that button down when they were in the cave, you know?
1: You don't really even know she's got those kind of powers until, like, the last couple of minutes. hmm And, um... You know, and this is a show that has some really strong female characters, like Goslin and Morgana and Splatter Phoenix and Neptunia. And they kind of dropped the ball with her. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, But you know what? Like we said at the end of the last episode, we're dipping with this one, but we got some really good ones coming up.
0: What we got coming up, Mike?
1: You know what we have coming (laughs) up. But I want to hear you say it. Come on, say it. So we're finally back to a super villain. It's been a long time coming, so finally they decided to air Quacker Jack's origin episode. We got Whiffle While You Work finally. It's playtime. time. An episode I should have aired weeks ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but it's coming and after this one we got a whole bunch of great ones coming up. So mm-hmm. thank thank you for sitting through this one guys. We really appreciate it. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And um you know stay tuned.
0: Okay, all right, so that's going to wrap up uh, All's Fahrenheit in Love and War, and get ready for Whiffle While You Work, and you know, I'll be doing backflips while me and Mike talk. Uh, I'll I'll be giving, I'm going to rate Quacker Jack again just because I want to. I don't feel like I gave him justice on the last score, so get ready for my new score. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know how I love my Quacker Jack, but uh, that's it for this one. We're We're sorry it's short, but... Hey, it comes with it, but we got a long one coming up pretty soon, Mike.
1: We got some really good ones coming up that'll probably run long. So we got some, we got
0: some great stuff coming
1: up for you guys, right. and we're, we're getting into some special guests too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Won't name names yet.
0: Yeah, we can't name them yet. But guys, you know, good luck out there getting those pezzes. You know, try, try your best to stay away from them hardcore flippers who's gonna like try to. Ask for a hundred dollars for them, man. Don't pay that much, you know. Just wait, be patient. Somebody probably grabbed one or extra one and gonna help another collector out, or a Darkwing collector, you know. You, you uh, may
1: have to pay a little bit more on eBay. Just don't don't be don't be brainless about it. That's all, you know. Yeah, be smart, yeah, be smart yeah, about it.
0: Yeah, don't be desperate. Wait till the hype dies down, and then you know the price goes down a little bit. So, well, anyway, Michael, oh, we're just ranting here, so let's go ahead and end this <laughs> one. <laughs> all right, well, guys. <laughs> Everybody have a great night. <laughs> stay warm. <laughs> and definitely stay dangerous. Good night. Yep,
1: good night.